Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Stephen of the PH sent me a note about a story. So Steve, here's what not to do and how not to do it. And this story presents so many opportunities for puns and double entendres that I won't go there. I'm just not going to do it. Feel free to do that yourself or in the comments below. Uh, you know, so it, like I said, it'll be like shooting fish in a barrel. Uh, this is from justice.gov. This is a press release from the U.S. Attorney's Office out of the Northern District of New York. So it's widely reported, but I'm going straight with the press release because that is as unadorned and unspun as this story can get. Queen's man pleads guilty to smuggling snakes. Queen's man pleads guilty to smuggling snakes. Man is 37 years old from Richmond Hill, New York. Pled guilty to smuggling three Burmese pythons into the U.S. at the Champlain Port of Entry. So you're crossing the border. They have any, you know, do you have anything to declare? And there's a list of things that you're supposed to tell them if you have. U.S. Attorney Carla B. Friedman and Ryan Noel, regional special agent in charge of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, made the announcement regarding the guilty plea. He admitted that back in 2018, this is a while back, 2018, he smuggled the three snakes in his pants as he rode on a bus that crossed the U.S.-Canadian border at the Champlain Port of Entry. The man had three Burmese pythons in his pants. Customs and Border Protection officers discovered the snakes while reviewing his passport and conducting a routine border search. The adult snakes were in bags attached to his pants near his inner thigh. So he had three adults, but they do say they were young adults, three young adult Burmese pythons in his pants near his inner thigh. The man did not obtain the permits required to import the snakes, which might explain why they were in his pants. As their name suggests, Burmese pythons are not native to North America and are considered an invasive species. And for some odd reason, people will bring animals into the U.S., such as pythons, and then let them go. And the Everglades are overrun with snakes. And uh, there are all kinds of other invasive species out there that were brought over by people who did things such as smuggle them in their pants. So sentencing is scheduled for October before a senior U.S. District Judge, Lawrence Kahn. He faces, get this, 20 years in prison, a fine of up to $250,000, and then a term of supervised release of up to three years. A defendant's sentence is imposed by a judge based on a particular statute the defendant is charged with violating, according to the U.S. sentencing guidelines, and so on. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and CBP investigated the case, and the assistant U.S. attorney is prosecuting the case. So again, it's quite simple. The bus crosses the border. CBP officers come aboard doing a routine check. And they, for whatever reason, discover that the man's got three Burmese pythons in his pants near his inner thigh. Now, (laughs) I, again, I'm just pointing out, for those of you who like bad puns, knock yourself out. However, there is a problem with people bringing stuff like this into the United States. And there's invasive species with animals. There's invasive species with plants. I can tell you that in the Midwest, for instance, elephant grass. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Elephant grass is grass that literally grows to be 8 or 10 feet tall. 
It grows in ditches and it spreads like a weed. And I remember first seeing it decades ago in Michigan going, I've never seen that before. What is that? Oh, it's elephant grass. Somebody brought it over here because they thought it was kind of cool looking and they probably planted it someplace and it just went wild. And now it's everywhere. Now it's everywhere. So you drive down I-75 and the ditches are filled with elephant grass. Now you might say, Steve, what's, what's the problem with that? Well, it takes over places and it overruns places so that there are ponds, for instance, that used to be like just a nice little pond and the elephant grass just comes in and whoosh, goes right through it because it turns out it can grow in water to some depth of some sort. It's everywhere. There are other invasive species like that. Of course, we have the carp. There's a, a carp that somebody thought would be a great idea to bring to America and farm. And they were farming the carp, my understanding, is someplace down south. And there was some kind of catastrophic flood. And the fish farm flooded. And the weird part about it, of course, is that when the farm floods, the fish go, cool, we can go home now. And they all leave, the fish do, because they can leave. Because when the farm floods, they're no longer confined to whatever they're being held in. And so the carp got out and got into, I don't know, the Mississippi River. And it turns out that they reproduce like nothing else. Next thing you know, there are these carp just heading upstream and reproducing and heading further upstream. And now they're approaching the Great Lakes. Now, I don't think they're in the Great Lakes yet, but they're talking about the fear that they could get into the Great Lakes. And they reproduce like crazy. And apparently over here, the um, things in nature that keep them in check wherever they come from, there's nothing like that here. So they just overrun wherever they go, and they push out other species of fish that you'd rather have there that, among other things, were native to the area. And so now you look at it and go, hmm, maybe it wasn't such a bright idea to bring those fish over and put them in holding ponds so close to the Mississippi River. But now it's been done, what do you do? I mean, it, this is literally trying to, you know, jam the genie back in the bottle, and you can't do it. And so there are, of course, now gigantic snakes in the Everglades that weren't there before. I remember reading about snails. Somebody brought African snails to America because they thought they were cool because it's a snail about that big. A snail that big. It's so cool. Look how big that snail is. Until you get sick of having it, and you toss it out the window or in your backyard, and then they enter nature. And the snails are so big that, for instance, if they get in the road and you run it over with your car, uh, it might flatten the tire on your car. Now suddenly they're not so cute anymore. And it turns out those things can reproduce too, quite uh, prof profusely. So there's a lot of them out there. And so when people start smuggling plants and animals into the U.S., uh, it it's something that they do need to actually watch out for. So despite the fact that there are so many ripe occasions <laughs> for puns and jokes here, this is actually a very serious matter. Now, will the guy actually get 20 years in prison for this? I highly doubt that. I think that's the max. They do not say what the minimum is. And they also don't say if he had a previous record. Because if this is the first time he got caught for something like this, uh, there's a very, very good chance he's not getting the max. Those three Burmese pythons did not make it into the U.S. much further than this. So there you go. But Stephen of the PH, thanks for sending it. Uh, what not to do and how not to do it is what he said, and I agree with you, that if you wanted to have Burmese pythons, uh, I'm assuming 
that there might be some way to get your hands on those. I don't know if they're actually illegal to have entirely or simply illegal to import without some kind of license. That's what I don't know. But the U.S. Attorney's Office reports that the Queensman has pleaded guilty to smuggling snakes. And yes, it's three adult Burmese pythons in his pants next to his thigh from justice.gov press release. There you go. Questions or comments, put them below this calculator. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Don't do anything you don't want to see splashed in the headlines tomorrow.